And I'm back. So, it is halfway through 2020 and what a year we've had so far. Um, Currently I'm working from home. I can't remember the last podcast I've done. Honestly, it's just been a hectic year. It is only only month seven. Can you believe it? It's... uh, One thing with lockdown that I've realised is... Or I'd say one thing I take away, probably, is I've realised I do kind of miss my friends. Now, what I mean by that, and I, 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 what I mean by that is I've always kind of had some... I have got several types of groups of friends. I've got the friends I've known since primary school and second... Well, the ones I've known from school. I've got the ones that I've met through other jobs I've had. Friends that I've got from my old local, who are still friends now. And it's really weird how, you know, you may not see someone for a couple of months. And then when you do hang out with them, it's like, wow, you kind of pick up from where you left off. And it's the socially distancing thing is really weird. It's, it's, I don't, I, it's really weird to explain it. And obviously it's, for me, I'm not, I'm not an introvert so much. You know, I do like the fact that when we, discovered house party the app for example like the first time i used that i dressed up like it was a night out i was even pre-drinking as well and it's it's i it's it's really overwhelming as well just being confined to a small space or what some person said online is the fact that by now like especially when we were before lockdown little bits of lockdown were lifted that it was like being in Big Brother. Like, we would have reached the final of Big Brother by that point. And it would have been like Big Brother was... Like, we were in the house, basically. And it's quite an interesting thing. It's just like, you're in the house, but there's no cameras and tasks to do. You're just watching 24-hour news. Just watching the death toll every day at 5 o'clock, going, oh, yep, now we're at 30,000, now we're at 35, 40... You know, and now we're... I think we've now come down in the ranks. We're now third. So there's a plus, I guess. It's it's fascinating because you kind of... I feel that coming out of all of this, whenever that happens, that I will know more about myself in terms of my... And I hate using this phrase. I've never used it before. But kind of going along with Big Brother. But I know now know my journey. I'm lucky enough that I'm working still. I'm working from home. And that has its pitfalls and stuff because, again, you're not interacting with people in the same way. Like, you have work phone calls and sometimes they are very straightforward. They, you know, sometimes they might escalate into something else. Like, you might have a longer conversation about work and then sometimes you might just talk about your social life or what the things you've been doing. One thing I've been doing is tidying up my flat and cleaning it. Um... Just because I get best, I I guess it gets you into a better head state. Having like a tidy flat, tidy mind kind of mentality. Admittedly, it's not fully tidy. I'm just putting stuff away in the cupboards. I'm just shoving stuff away, but it looks clean on the outside. Um, but really, like really, <laughs> you you open up a cupboard, all the stuff will come out. Um, and it's 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 really weird. 
I've really nothing to say. I was just that I I've been a while since I've actually tried to do something. I've, I've rec- again, as I always say, I've recorded about twenty different things. Half of them have not been published. Half of them are still logged on my phone. I'm like, what what am I going to do with these? Is it too late to publish it? Am I going to? I was going to do like a best of all the stuff I've even published, or I start and then I kind of go on a tangent, and then I'm like, nah, I've really got to restart this. This one I couldn't care less. This is the first time I've had time to myself to be able to actually record something. Not that that's your business. Um, so yeah, I'm still working from home. That's a learning curve. I'm in a studio flat, so I've just got one room. So my bedroom is my living space as well as my workspace. At first, I was sitting on my sofa. I've realised this is really terribly boring because to look back on this... Actually, you know what? No, it's not. Um, but I've been working... I, when I first started working from home, I was sat on my laptop doing stuff, doing work. Um, and then... I couldn't really switch off. I couldn't. I was still watching telly and doing work, and then it was like oh, I can't really concentrate. So I kind of, I did have a desk. I've always had a desk since I moved into this flat three years ago. No point did I really use it anything more than just a clothes horse. Like I just chucked clothes on it. I still have my laptop there, but I weren't really doing anything on it. But then I kind of was like, you know what? Let me set it up and to be a proper computer, a computer like a compute proper setup. Sorry. And yeah, work's going on. It's going okay. Sometimes I'm doing more hours than I would do. I've actually been recently been doing more work. Like I'm value for money. Like I've been doing like twelve hour days. Um, sometimes I could do I could do an hour. In an hour, I could probably do two hours worth of work. Like, and then I'm kind of there twiddling my phones, having maybe then having like a two hour lunch. I mean. That's not really the case. But as in, like, I've got more time to play with. But then I'm still making up those hours beyond the hours I would be scheduled to work. Um, And, yeah, it's just... I'll let you into a little secret. I've realised I haven't published this publicly, so it doesn't really matter. I can say what I like. But um, I'm currently looking to sell my flat. I'm going to push send on Purple Brick to sell it. But I am looking... I've been looking since, like, the lockdown the viewing was lifted to look at places because I did look at like these virtual tours but it's not the same and the virtual tours I thought would be like you could convert your phone into a head like a VR thing and literally a virtual tour is you log on to a website and they've already taken pictures and you can kind of move half a meter in whatever direction depending on the property and then you can still see it it's 360 pictures so you can see the ceiling and all that but it's not the same as being there like it gives you a general idea of what's there but it's not the same as actually physically viewing it some places i've looked at are better than others from the pictures one place i looked at which unfortunately has been sold needed a lot of love but it had potential like when when i first looked at it the the guy said it was like i think we looked i looked at it like the second day after like the whole restrictions were lifted and he was like, oh, not many people have looked at it. Anyway, went and it was ripe. It was ripe. Um, it had a decent smell. Like, if he'd, if someone had gone round and, like, aired it out or just sprayed something, some Febreze or something, it would have been a little bit more cleansing on the nose palate. Um, but, yeah, that had real potential. Like, I could actually have seen me being there. Um... 
and unfortunately it's been sold anyway but again i'm i've not i didn't put my i've not put my flat on the market yet as well just because i haven't i've been a bit lazy i wanted to paint a little bit and i have done that there's a few more things i need to do so it looks more just looks better i guess or looks good for someone whoever's viewing it and like yeah this isn't where i could live like i haven't really got to do too much to my flat this is the thing i think if i converted it into one bed which was one of the plans i had i would probably still be here or i probably still want to stay here but i think the problem is with flats which a lot of people don't realize when buying is a lot of flats are leasehold a lot of properties i'm looking at now within budget are I'm lucky enough to get freehold. So freehold means that you own everything. You own it completely. Whereas with you're buying a flat, usually, if you don't get a share of the freehold, which is very, very, very rare, you don't actually own it. You own it for an amount of time. It's essentially like renting. And I won't go into the boring details of it, but it's a very curious thing. Like a lot of people, when they're starting out, will probably just to be able to afford a flat. Like, in my area, flats are almost the same prices as houses, which I think is utterly ridiculous. And I guess that's just a supply and demand thing. I mean, I guess a lot of people, builders and stuff, don't want to build a lot of houses in London because they're not getting... The property, even just to buy land, is so expensive that it's probably just better to build flats because they get their money's worth. I wish I could still stay... I don't want to go on a rant about stuff, but I wish I could stay in my area and, um, like, just be able to afford to live my area. If I knew how to drive, if I did have a licence, I should say... Well, I mean, I still don't know how to drive. But if I had a licence, it would be a little bit more easier, I think, because I would probably move just outside of my area so I could still come in and stuff. Um... So, yeah, that's stuff I need to think about for even for next year. Like, I've got a lot of goals. I had loads of stuff planned. I booked my slam dunk i booked uh, the hella mega tour with green day weezer and fallout boy that's been cancelled i've got stormzy tickets which uh, i got as a christmas present um that might be cancelled that's in september i really i don't know what's taken them so long to announce that that's either going to be rescheduled or cancelled um and yeah stuff like that it's just you know next year i want to ramp it up but again until they you know until they have a cure for this virus um, we don't know where we stand. Like they've already said with Reading, that they still want to continue. They would do temperature checks and stuff. But if you've ever gone to Reading, especially on the first night, and you know how bad it is to get in at the best of times, the fact that they're going to scan people to get in, give you a temperature. Like it's also weird because it's so hot. So it's going to give a misreading as well because it's like, well, we're all in the queue. It's like, will they have to open up earlier on a Wednesday? Like, because they always say, like, 12 is what they open, but they never do. Um, and I, I find, and I won't go on a tangent, and I think I probably am, so I will probably wrap this up. But I've got a lot of stuff that I had planned. Even, like, all the, like, YouTube stuff I'd said I was going to do, I haven't done a single thing. I've been watching um, How's Your Head Home with himself, Michelle Visage. And that's given me inspiration for how I can do stuff because she's been filming in lockdown. She's got some sort of uh, autoimmune system, so she can't get... She doesn't want to get coronavirus, so they've been filming inside her house, her family, her daughter and her husband. And it's literally just filming it on phones. There's no, like, broadcast cameras. It's just filming it on phones and having it all set up quite well. And I think that's something that, you know, people could do at home. And 
it's it's really weird because it's so basic, but it works. And it, it's been broadcast on the TV as well, so it's actually, the quality looks decent. And I think that is something that, like, you know, people are always crying about opportunities. It's like, make your own opportunities. I'm doing a podcast. I'm not expecting it to get to thousands and thousands. I'm not going to be Joe Rogan, you know, but I'm also not crying out going, oh my God, I wish there was more black people doing this. Like, bloody make your own content. You know, do it even on the cheap. But if it looks good, people will then come running to you. You know, go, well, actually, here's a bigger budget. We'll give you this. Like, people, I've written, I've not actually ever completed a full script outside of doing stuff at school, right? I think the most, the the big, longest script I did was a 10-minute script, right? And most of that, I ended up ad-libbing anyway. Because <laughs> um, it was quite easy, I'm quite a lazy person. But I'm lazy and proactive. But I did um, a short... And it was about uh, suicide. Well, I don't know if I want to... That's a spoiler. But it was about a person who was getting bullied at school. And a person with their mental health and just all the thoughts that was coming in. And then eventually they commit suicide at the end. But a lot of it was like a diary. It was like a YouTube... Like a vlog, right? And it worked. It was really simple and really easy. And stuff like that. It's like people really overthink stuff. Like people are trying to create content. And... It's the really fascinating thing that we're all trying to not be celebrities, but we're all trying to make something of our lives, right? And not everyone's going to be able to do it. I might be stuck doing an office job for the rest of my life, and that's not a bad thing. I'm not trying to be the next YouTuber, the next biggest, bestest person, you know? I don't want a line of makeup and start, you know, marking off my fans and stuff. It's, It's just... I drank a little bit of water and it splashed up on my face. I was trying to style it out. You wouldn't have known. Anyway, I, I'm, I, won't, I won't go on a rant. I've got work to do. I've just thought I've got a spare 30 minutes or so, so I'll do something. Um, but yeah, I, I, all I'm going to say is this has been a tough few months for everybody. People who've lost jobs, people who've been furloughed. No one knows what day it is. No one knows how they're coming and going. It's very easy for people to get in their heads. I've noticed during lockdown, I've noticed it's very easy for people to... People who are boring anyway, I would say, who get bored quite easily. I'm not someone who massively gets bored easily. I've got hundreds and hundreds of hours of shows recorded. And I haven't watched any. I still haven't watched Tiger King. I've only just finished Pose. I started watching Pose when it came out in the UK. I watched the first two episodes, and that was it. And then recently I had a phone call with one of my friends, and they were like, have you been watching Pose? Have you, what have you been watching? Because I've um, been up to, I'm up to date on the Drag Race 5, so All Stars 5. It's really funny because everyone's talking about it amongst my friendship group. Oh, my God, Drag Race 5, All Stars 5 is happening. All Stars 5 is happening. And then I went on to uh, my girlfriend's uh, Netflix account. Um, she signed into my TV, she knows about it, like, it's all, it's not dodgy, um, she, so I signed in and watched it, it was Saturday, 12 o'clock, we were talking about, like, and someone's like, oh, doesn't I'm late till, like, Saturday, so I was like, okay, cool, 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 uh, logged on, it came up, shows you would have, like, shows that she'd been watching and recommended, so it came up with Drag Race, so I plonked it on, I'm watching it, and I'm like, oh, this is fancy. And I started watching, like, I think we watched the first two episodes. And then I was like, something's not right about this. 
Something's just, I can't put my finger on it. And it started to, it, started, it was going to play episode three. And I was like, how is it? How am I about, what, about to watch episode three if it's only just come out? And then obviously it dawned on me, dear listener, that I was watching series four of All Stars 4. Because I was about to start tweeting going, oh my God, I can see who's got the villain edit already. And then, <laughs> and then uh, dear listener, I stopped. Because I was like, this doesn't make any sense. So I backed out of it. And by the time I come back, it was like, here's season five. It's like, oh, there we go. There's All Stars 5. That's why, that's what my girlfriend's been paying for. Um... I Juju B is um don't know why I paused there. She is um a favourite of mine. She's been getting a lot of um good cutaway gags, which I don't think a lot of people notice. I think a lot of people don't realise with Drag Race that it's people get the villain edit. You know, uh, we watched Oh sorry, you know what? You know what? Because we watched season eleven or season twelve, and then obviously not obviously, but then All Stars Five started. Like, that's the thing with Drag Race. Sometimes you can go ages without any new content and then they'll do, like, two back-to-back series. Because I remember Series 10, I think they did Series... I think that's the first series I'd watched. So I think it was Series 10. And then they did All-Stars 3, if I remember correctly. Or maybe they did 10 and then 11. It was, like, maybe a six-week break. And it's, it's maddening because it's just, like, you have, it's intense. It's, like, six months of the year of your life... Not gone in a bad way, but it's like, all right, then it's this, then it's this. Then I had the UK one, which was, which was good. A lot of Americans don't understand it. Like, why is it not a cash prize? Like, <laughs> well, it's because it's on the BBC. And I think even if it was on Netflix, I don't think a queen deserves $100,000. Well, UK. Pounds. Um, I don't know. Uh, the fact that uh, Vivian, spoiler alert, who won, <laughs> got... Um, her own spin-off series, which wasn't even on YouTube, it was on World of Wonder. And I'm not paying for that. Like, America, they love subscriptions. But again, it, I think as long as they have, like, a basic amount of people, like, they just need probably a million people just to subscribe. Not even that. Maybe even 50,000. Like, in the UK, I think BritBox is not even a million yet. And I won't go into the boring details of TV. Right, because I could bore people to death with the knowledge of TV. I work in TV, so I feel like I have a better knowledge of it than most people. Um, going off on a tangent, BBC recently have said that they had held off pensioners not paying for the TV license, and the outpouring is hilarious. Oh, my nan's got to pay for this. My nan's got to do that. Oh, she doesn't know how to use it. Net. She's going to get people knocking on their door going, oh, you've not paid this. She's going to get jailed. Well, pay for it yourself then. If you love your nan so much, pay for it. Oh, the BBC, this, the... Admittedly, right, if there's now two extra million people paying this licence fee, one, the licence fee should not go up for however many, however many years are long, maybe 10 years. Also... Really should be about £100 a year. Maybe 120 right? It should be about a tenner a month. Because I think if you look... I think the problem is people... Because you have to kind of pay... A, you don't even have to pay a lump sum. You pay it monthly. Oh, I've got a Sky subscription. I've got this. Well, why have you got a Sky anyway? Fuck. Just get a dodgy card. Get a Dreambox. Dreambox is something that... Um, it's like a Skybox. And it just gives you all the legal stations. And then I think if you get a car... It's like Freeview, but, like, for satellite. 
And they have free sat, but I think if you buy, you can buy a dodgy card for like 70 quid or something. I don't know. Never done it yet. And then you can get all the Sky Sports and stuff you need and you never have to pay for it again. You know, people love to moan about nothing sometimes. Like, for me, my thing is always about legacy. If I died today, or if I knew I had cancer and I was dying, have I achieved all the things I wanted to do before I die? And the answer is no. You know, my mentality, especially when I'm tidying up my flat, is if I died now, my parents would have to tidy this up or my friends would have to come around and start divvying stuff up and stuff. And it's like, no. Like, you know, that mentality of, like, live, like, books. I don't know why I have so many cookbooks. I Honestly, I've got probably more than most... Not that I'm a library, but I've got 13 at the look of it. Let's have a look. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. Oh, it's 11. I've got 11 cookbooks, and I've got loads of recipes as well. A lot of them are the same thing. It's usually pasta, meat, veg, and a sauce. Or it'd be rice and an egg. And they're all pretty much the same same old, same thing. It's just the flavourings. I've recently been doing Chinese cooking, because I said to myself, I could easily just... When I first moved into this flat and I ordered Chinese, I ordered 45 quid's worth of Chinese, right? And I'm not, I'm not joking. Like, I had, like, chicken... And I, when I say this, I also... Le- it was deliberate. I bought that much so I'd have stuff for the next day. I think I had... I got about three meals worth out of it. So I had dinner, I had breakfast, and then I had lunch the next day, right? And it was, it was brilliant. It was, I was in love. I had, like, chicken balls. I had special fried rice. I had chow mein. Now I know how to do chow mein at home. I can do chicken chow mein. You know, I've been doing all these recipes. And one thing that people do not tell you about Chinese cooking is MSG. It's not a dirty word, but use it. If you're going to do Chinese cooking, use MSG. Buy the Chinese salt or the Chinese in flavour enhancer, which I think is a little bit borderline racist. But MSG... Chef's kiss. Talk about food. Um, I have a food blog. Started doing it quite well. And then it kind of paused once I accidentally logged in with my Facebook to do something. And then it publicised it to the world. Your friend has got a new account. So then I had people following it and liking it. And I was like, I wanted to do it all underground like this. This is for me underground. It says I've got listeners. It says I've now got 88 listeners. I'm like, how? How are people finding it? And are they fully listening to it? Or they listen to 30 seconds of going, well, this is unprofessional. You know, some of the stuff I haven't published, trust me, is horrible. I've listened back to it and I'd be like, because <laughs> I'm walking to work. And I've said this before, and that's the thing. I repeat myself quite a lot because I always forget what I've already said. Once I've said it, it's out of my head. It's done. This is therapy. I've said, I know I've said this before. This is literally therapy for me. I don't even know how this sounds. I did say I was going to get a microphone so I can get feedback, so I can listen to myself while I'm talking. One thing as well that I want to do is, um, well, as I said, like, how's your head? So I've got a few ideas. I usually think of the name first. Once I've got the name and I've registered it, right, then that's the world's my oyster. Because I'm like, right, that's the brand. So my gin blog was called, I had 30 different names and puns around gin. And the, the top ones I like was, one was Ginny Gin Gin. Um, and that was taken. And then there was Ginny, there was Ginny dot, Gin dot, uh, it, it was, when you put it into, 
Instagram and stuff, it suggests, oh, maybe try this. It's like, no, I want it to be the word. So I've settled with that Ginfluencer. Um, I had, it was basically Ginfluence was another one I had, but they were all snapped up. And they're all like mums. And there's not, my unique selling point is one I'm black and another one I'm a male. You know, there's a lot of stuff where people are doing the same thing. It's like, but you're no different from this person. Like, people are trying to be like Mo Gilligan, doing sketches and stuff. But it's like, well, what else are you doing that's unique? Because you're just another black guy doing sketches. And people think, oh, that's... Oh, it's racist. No, it's, but it's the truth. Like, I wouldn't watch someone... If I liked a particular person... Like, my favorite, one of my favourite bands right now is Don Brocco. But it's because they, they've got songs that are toe-tappers, right? But I wouldn't want to just listen to any kind of... I don't know what, I don't know what they're, they're not even indie, I don't know what they're, indie rock, maybe, genre, but it's like, I don't even know, I, I used to hear them because they were played at my local quite a bit, and I would never knew, for about a year of me liking them, I didn't know what they looked like, I deliberately, I was like, I didn't follow them on any social media, at all, then I found out they played, they were going to play Reading 2017, so I booked my ticket, mainly because I was going to go anyway, but they were playing, I was like, oh my god, this is so sick. So um, I went and I saw them, but I was so far back, I couldn't really see what they looked like. But in the video, they filmed, um, I can't remember what song it is. I want to say, it's not greatness. But they filmed it at Reading. I can't remember what it is. Um, but they filmed it at Reading. I, I know where I was in the position. They filmed it at Reading and Leeds, though. But... I know where it would be if I was actually in the background of it. But um, I've seen them live as well, which is the greatest. I've only seen... <laughs> that's, a, that's a song for the Brocco heads out there. Um, anyway, I'm rambling. I'm 125 minutes. This wasn't supposed to be this long. I've actually got work to do. Um, but anyway, I just, but what I'm trying to say is that a lot of people, especially with the Black Lives Matters thing, I've lost a lot of friends already. It's weird. Black Lives Matters. Like I've, I've never known people to be so triggered. I've never known people to be openly racist. And it's really weird that, you know, I won't go on again. Maybe I could, maybe that's what I'll do going forward. Have subject matters rather than just talking about random shit. And that's, I think that's the first time I swore on this because I can't get money if I swear. Um, But it's a really weird thing. It's really weird that the whole people don't understand Black Lives Matter. It's like, oh, I can't say White Lives Matter. Well, you can, but it's a matter of context. The context for Black Lives Matter is your life matters as well, whatever you are, or whoever you are as a person. But Black Lives Matter because of the levels in America of the police brutality, right? There is certain things in the UK which people still like, well, I didn't know about that. It's because you don't read the news and you're also not black and have black friends who've been affected by it. It's really weird having to argue with people online and going, well, actually, from my perspective, because the, the, uh, I will do a rant about Black Lives Matter another time, but it's really weird how people go about White Lives Matter too. Hoy vey. Yeah, we know, Derek. We know your white life matters. But we're saying Black Lives Matter. Are you this triggered when women are saying that they want um, equality? You're not there going on your keyboard going, but women, you're allowed to walk the streets. You're allowed to do this. It's not like Syria, where they're not allowed to drive cars and stuff. 
Like, that is... It's about in the UK. Some stuff is worldwide. Like, for me, it, it also depends on different things with different people. You know, racism is really weird. It's a unique experience. Same for sexism. I would never go to a woman and go, well, that's not sexist. Or I would never go to someone and go, well, that thing you believe in is always just is wrong. I would try and learn and then educate myself in some ways because I've had conversations recently with racial people. And some people, you tell them and they still don't get it. And it's like, this is, what I'm, this is why we didn't talk about it in the first place because I knew you wouldn't get it. Because I've gone through years of racism. There's racism in the black community, black on black, Right? where you will get people who are Caribbean and people who are in Africa. It's basically... And again, history is a thing, right? Because the thing is, there's not a lot of black history. And that, that's for good... Not for good reason, but that is for different reasons. But this whole... that like, All black people come from Africa. And then when the slave trade happened, they were shipped to Carib- the Caribbean islands. And apparently, with a lot of the Caribbean islands, there were Carib- Caribbean people or Caribs, or whatever, I've, I've really forgotten. But apparently black people never settled. They were all from Africa. Literally, that's where all black people... Now, I don't know how true that is. Do not quote me on that. But it's then there's this whole African versus Caribbean. Within the black community, there's the whole dark-skinned versus light-skinned people, Right? And it's, it's fascinating. You know, for me, I guess the su- I get subtle racism because you can hear I'm talking now. I'm not trying to sound like I'm from the street, you know? Like, I'm not trying to, like, sound black and I'm not, like, trying to sound hip and stuff and be like, yeah, look, 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 fam, yeah? I'm not trying to do that, yeah? I'm not trying to stand up to you, fam. And I'm not doing that. I'm not from Top Boy, right? I'm just... And I'm not even educated. I'm not even, like, softly spoken. I'm not like Derek or who's the boxer, for the book site, um, uh, Kushu Bank. I'm not that, that, that thespian kind of talking, right? I'm not doing that. I'm just talking how I talk, right? But yet, people be like, well, you're, a, you're a bounty, you're an Oreo, black on the white, black on the outside, white on the inside. It's like that's all racism, right? There'd be people who, when I worked at a, a bar or a pub, people would be racist to me, and, so, and some stuff where. You wouldn't even think... I don't know if it is racist, but where people compare me to other black people, so when I had hair and I'd be wearing glasses, it'd be, oh, you're Will I Am. And it's like, oh, you're T-Pain. I'm like, what? And it's always the same two people. It's always Will I Am or T-Pain. It's like, all right. And I don't know what I'm supposed to say. I'm meant to pat someone on the back and go, Yeah? Like, I've, I've never really compared... I've never gone up to someone and gone, oh, you look like this person. And it's, it's just, it's really bizarre. You know, there's stuff within even the gay community or even online, an adult community, where black people are fetishised. Where people will want to sleep with someone because of the race of their skin or because they've heard they've got a massive penis. So, oh, I've got to sleep with that person. That's like a checklist. You know, I've been... Remember when I used to be online? When I was younger, right, this is one of the things why... <laughs> I don't want to... I'm trying to think of what I... I don't want to say something I regret. But then I realise I don't care. Because uh, I'm never going to be a politician. But, like, the, like, my body count, which is a term I've never used before, um, but the body count thing would be, I'd say, a good 25 minimum percent... Um, 25%, sorry, not 25 uh, 25% is definitely 
because people fetishize me, and I loved it. Genuinely, like at times, I can't, I won't go into detail, but when uh, there are times where I have been fetishized, and I've loved it in the sense that I've probably had the best shag I've ever had. I think the weirdest one. Uh, no, I'm not going into that. But the weird, there are some weird things where people do dirty talk. And I'd be like, mm, I won't go into it, I won't go into it. But I will do a separate thing in a bit. It's just, it's really weird. It's really weird being fetishized. Because you kind of think, well, because I think at the time I was like, well, they love me because I'm black. And it gives you, and it's like, yeah, it, again, it's it's a weird thing to go into, but yeah, it's just it's a weird it's a weird thing. But even like people against other black people going out with white people, like interracial stuff, I didn't realize was such a high thing. Like that's fair size as well. I read a thing where uh, Pornhub was going to get rid of interracial as a thing. But again, people like what they like. Like if you like porn, surely anything will get you off. Like if you like blondes. You like blondes because they're blonde. Not because it's a black penis or a white penis. It depends as well. Because if you wanted to watch... If you were like, oh, well, I would imagine that's me. Surely you would watch point of view porn with a white dick and a blonde woman. Surely if you're just watching porn, it doesn't matter if it's a black guy or a white guy. Screw it. Whoever. Anyway, I'm losing steam. I'm bored. It's 33 minutes. I've said my piece. Out.